Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hi, once again, Chris Malone from the 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Thanks for downloading the podcast. Here we go with the uh, recap for today, which is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Talked about your teenager being the family's de facto backseat driver, at least according to this this study. They found three in ten parents say that their teenagers believe that uh, they're the better driver, making comments from the backseat, of course. Followed by uh, 23% of drivers saying their spouse or partner excels at the task. The drivers also pointed out the biggest annoyances of backstreet drivers, with 49% saying the unsolicited advice on where you should turn really steams their collars. Complaining that you're driving too slowly, number two on the list, and white knuckle on the dashboard as uh, the uh, top three uh, backseat driver annoyances. I love that one. We talked about using the sun to clean, not your sun, but the big ball of fire in the sky sun. Because, you know, one thing we, we did learn during the pandemic is that UV rays or the, or the ultraviolet light that comes from the sun is a great way to kill germs. Uh, and so why not take advantage of this totally free cleaner when you take out the garbage? Take out the garbage can as well after you give the interior a quick bath of uh, mild dish, dish soap and lukewarm water. Set it out to dry. In the sun and leave it there for a couple of hours. Not only a great way to disinfect the can, but deodorize it as well. Reusable grocery bags uh, are teeming with bacteria, but you know the ones that are insulated, you really can't clean in the washing machine. But you can leave them out in the sunlight for a couple of hours to clean that way as well. And uh, also a good idea is that if uh, your refrigerator happen to have, uh, I don't know, uh, a leaky bag of um, uh, tilapia fillets or something along that uh, line. It's kind of uh, a little bit of a stink inside the uh, fridge, and you can't get the smell out. Pull out the shelves, the crisper drawers, and all that stuff. Let that sit out in the sun for a while to uh, clear, uh, to uh, deodorize, and um, also uh, disinfect. And then finally, I love this one. We all have the plastic bowl that has the permanent stain of tomato sauce uh, well, you can get rid of those stains by spritzing the stained containers with some lemon juice and then sitting them outside in the sun for a few hours should take care of that problem pretty quick. All right. Um, talked about why you may want to get an additional credit card. This was a lengthy one, but I thought it was important enough to point out uh, because I know that uh, your credit score is used more than just obtaining credit. It gets you better rates on car insurance. Employers are increasingly looking at credit reports 
Um, it could be that uh, when you're you're trying to, to to find a place to live, they'll run a credit report on you. So it's very important to protect your good credit, especially if you worked very hard to get a good number. But here's the here's the thing: about thirty percent of Americans have just one credit card. Twenty four percent of Americans have two credit cards. So the majority of Americans have either one or two credit cards, and I gave the idea perhaps you may want to get a third credit card. And here's why, because um, you may have those two credit cards, but if you use one of them for what they're intended to be used, it actually could nosedive your credit score. How does that work? You work hard for a credit card, you finally you get one, you use it and your credit score goes down. Well, here, uh, as I explained, is the majority of people who have one or two credit cards have uh, what many would say is a decent credit score or a good credit score of 670 uh, all the way up to 739, which is deemed by the bank as having good credit. With a good credit score, the majority of credit card issuers were granted line of credit upwards of $5,000, So, um, which they consider that being a high limit. So if you have two credit cards, each with $5,000 credit limit, um, and you end up charging something as small as $1,500, your credit utilization is going to be over 30%. And anytime you get over 30% of a credit utilization, that is going to be um, the, amount of, uh, uh, the amount of money you have charged on the card versus the available credit, your credit score goes down. That's why having a third credit card will actually boost up your, uh, the amount of credit that is available for you. And therefore, when you do charge something, it's not going to look so drastic as to your credit utilization. Um, if you decide you want to go for a third credit card, um, be cautious with it because um, anytime that you are looking for a new line of credit in order for a bank to grant it for you, they're going to do what's called a hard inquiry, which is not that bad on your credit report. However, and they stay on your credit report for two years. And if you have more than six hard credit inquiries within a 12-month period, that is going to lower your credit, your chances of obtaining credit. So um, when you're looking for cards, look for the ones that use the soft credit inquiry, better known as pre-approved cards. Sometimes you'll get an offer in the mail for that. Um, you, I would say probably a better place to go is to go online, so like Credit Karma or Nerd Wallet. They also, too, will um, use a soft inquiry to kind of recommend what cards they believe you would get approved for. Now, granted, you won't always get approved for these credit cards, but you have a better odds of getting one of these. And if all else fails, you decide you do not want to get another credit card. Contact your current credit card issuers and ask them to increase your limit if it is kind of lower. The whole idea, once again, is if you do make a purchase, like a you know $1,500, I mean, that's perhaps a washing machine or that's a vacation or that's a car repair. Um, you know, we don't want your credit score to go down. Uh, it's going to go down anyways, but you don't want it to nosedive with having over 30% uh, utilization. So call your credit card issuers, see if you can get a limit increase. Be careful with those as well because your bank will do a hard inquiry as well to see if you indeed will get a higher credit, uh, available credit for your credit card, okay? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. This was a fun one to me because there are so many, I guess you would call them urban legends, but there's, there's all the talk about what um, a pair of shoes dangling from a power line means, if it means anything at all, because uh, flinging one's shoes actually is an old tradition. For examples, it was an old English wedding custom of throwing shoes at a newly married couple meant to bring the newlyweds happiness and good fortune perhaps even black eye if it hit their eye <laughs> as they were walking by. But it's also it's a long-standing military tradition of flinging one's boots to symbolize the end of one's post. In fact, uh, astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin um, apparently flung their moon boots from the hatch of their rocket when they returned to Earth. Um, but the more popular theories here on Earth as to why you see a pair of shoes dangling from a power line is that it is a, uh, a, a system in which gangs mark their territory. That may be true, but here's the thing. Um, you can't really get uh, gang members willing to collaborate that that is true, and more so police departments in the various large cities around the country. When they asked about shoes marking territory, none of them were willing to confirm or deny that. So we don't know if that's true or, or not, unless you're in a gang. Maybe you do know. Um, another one that I've heard for the longest time is that a pair of hanging shoes from a power line indicates that, it, that this is an area for that a drug dealer basically is open for business. I'm not sure that uh, dealing in illegal drugs and kind of setting up fireworks <laughs> to let people know that they're selling drugs is a good idea, mainly because the the you know police patrols in the area are going to be looking for those hanging shoes. I guess it would make life easier for them, but that's why I don't think that that one is, is so much true. But there are more plausible reasons, ranging from symbolizing that a deceased individual is now walking in heaven, uh, to bullying. In some neighborhoods, a pair of shoes thrown over power line may indicate that there was a vulnerable child had been separated by, from their shoes by a, a, uh, a bully or bullies, and that uh, basically throwing them on the power line is kind of like a trophy for the bully. But the general consensus is that a dangling pair of shoes may signify nothing more than the silliness of being a kid. Kids being kids, perhaps challenging their friends to see who's strong enough to fling their shoes over the power line and successfully make it there. Why not? They, they've done that with, with water bottles, trying to flip them around. It still happens. I can't believe that. But in any case, uh, that's kind of what it is. But power companies are quick to let you know that it's probably a bad idea to fling anything towards a power line. It could short circuits and knock out power to your neighborhood. And you don't want to be the one responsible for that, I would think. Um, we are experiencing some cold weather probably getting a chance to wear something we normally don't wear here in Florida, and that's going to be sweaters. And 
through the haste it happens because I do the laundry in the house. All the, the, the clothes that should not be washed are mixed with the clothes that should be washed. And they inadvertently means that that nice cashmere sweater that you finally wore, you pull it out of the washer and the dryer and realize that it's uh, even too small to put on, on, on your dog. Don't freak out. There's a good chance you can unshrink your sweater with a little bit of effort, um, which includes liquid fabric softener or baby shampoo or hair conditioner. All right. And the idea behind this is that usually, um, uh, you know, the, the hair of an animal like wool or, or cashmere or mole hair, um, the way that it was texture, uh, textiled in order to make that sweater, um, there's a good way to pull that back out. And what you would need to do is uh, find yourself a cork board or a foam board that's about this big size of your sweater, some, some, uh, some T-stick pins, um, a clean towel, a bucket, clean bucket of lukewarm water, and uh, your fabric softener, baby shampoo, or hair, air conditioner. All right, so what you want to do is uh, take your bucket of lukewarm water, um, and then you're going to want to put about two tablespoons of either fabric softener, baby shampoo, or, or hair conditioner into the bucket of water. Swirl that around a little bit, and then you're going to completely immerse the shrunken sweater in that bucket of water from anywhere between 20 minutes to two hours. Um, the um, fabric softener or baby shampoo ha- ha- hair conditioner, what this does is actually it uh, softens the fibers of your sweater and prepares it for some stretching. So 20 minutes to two hours in the water, drain the liquid from the water, but don't, um, don't rinse the sweater, all right? You're going to gently squeeze out, but not wring out any extra water. And then your next step is to uh, lay flat your uh, clean towel and uh, lay flat, uh, lay the, the, the sweater on top of it and then roll up the, um, the sweater inside the towel much like you would a cinnamon roll. Um, and this is a good way to get the, the final water out. And then this is the step you're going to go over and do over and over again. You're going to lay out your sweater on top of your cork board or your foam board and kind of stretch it as much as you can gently. You're not going to completely stretch it out, but you're going to make it taut. And then use the T-pins or safety pins or whatever and kind of stick it in place on the cork board. Let that sit for about an hour. Come back, pull out the pins, stretch it a little further. Again, till it's taut. Stick the pins in it, let it sit for an hour. Do this process over and over and over until the sweater is at the size it should be. Then let it completely dry and your sweater should be back into its old shape. And then finally, we had big uh, props and congratulations to Sir Elton John, who became the 19th member of the EGOT Club. His Outstanding Variety Special Emmy Award that he won this week for his farewell concert at Dodger Stadium, which is on Disney+. Plus. It is a great concert. Wow. Really. The thing I like about this is that it drives me crazy watching concerts on TV because, to me, the camera switches too quickly. Just stay put. And I think they've got it on this Elton John concert. The camera stayed on Elton John for longer than I've seen on other concerts, which are great. But in any case, Elton John is the 19th member of the EGOT Club. That means that he has won an Emmy this week. He's won several Grammys. He's won several Oscars. And he's actually won a Tony. And if you take the first letter of each of those words, you make it the acronym EGOT. It is an exclusive club. They include Audrey Hepburn and Mel Brooks, Whoopi Goldberg, even John Legend's in there. But the accomplishment escapes the guy 
who has been credited with creating EGOT, Philip Michael Thomas. Remember him? Very, very talented uh, performer, and, he, and he's uh, multi-faceted uh, as well. Um, you may remember him from playing uh, Detective Ricardo Tubbs in the uh, Miami Vice uh, series from the 1980s. And then back in 1985, things were going really well. He had a great TV show. He had just released his first album as part of a multi-million dollar deal with Atlantic Records. And he was making a name for himself in, in the fashion world with his very own line of women's clothing line. In essence, it was a, a modern-day Renaissance man. Um, and during this time, back in 1985, he was seen wearing a gold chain with the engraved letters E-G-O-T. He swears to this day that the letters E-G-O-T stood for energy, growth, opportunity, and talent. And you know what? I, I, I believe him. I think that's what happened. However, the friends that are hanging around Philip Michael Thomas back in the day, saw it differently. They noted that they were uh, the uh, first letters of the four major awards for music, television, movies, and theater. And regardless of its original meaning, Thompson, uh, or rather Thomas himself, got on the bandwagon and sought to become a winner of an Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. And over the past 39 years, he's had a very successful career. Uh, everything from... Um, um, other TV appearances to video game recordings as well, but he has never been nominated. Um, Philip Michael Thomas has never been nominated for an Emmy or Grammy, an Oscar, or a Tony. His only claim to fame is a People's Choice Award and a Golden Globe nomination. But you know what? That's a lot more than many people who work in the entertainment industry. So I would not hang your head low, Philip Michael Thomas. Know that even though you have not been a member of the EGOT Club yourself, you still originated the EGOT club status. So there's the show for today, which is Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening. Always welcome your comment, feedback, and suggestions. Email those to me at C-M-A-L-O-N-E at A-U-D-A-C-Y dot com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.